Welcome to Shi'ar Jashub, coming from Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. I'm Patty Scalzo, and as we wind down my husband's Through the Bible series on heavenly authority, we have been looking at the mighty men who formed a special inner core protecting and fighting for David against the enemies. In Hebrew, they are called the Gaborim, a designation used for courageous, strong men and mighty warriors of valor. And from 2 Samuel and 1 Chronicles, we saw the listings of these mighty men. You had the first outstanding group of three, which included Eleazar, who stood against the Philistines, fighting until weary, with his hand stuck to his sword. Then there was the second group, which included Benaiah, who defeated the lion-like heroes of Moab and went into a pit on a snowy day and killed an actual lion. Later, armed only with a staff, he wrestled the spear from a giant Egyptian warrior. These were followed by the thirty other mighty men. And then in First Chronicles, we read how additional Gaborim joined David as his special army grew. When we left off, Pastor Greg was in chapter 12, and we'll go back a minute for context. But let me remind you that it was during this sermon that our old audio system began to fail, producing some difficult noise to edit. But the sermon was so crucial to the closing of the series, we did not want you to miss the teaching, and we dealt with the noise as best we could. I apologize for the audio quality in advance, but I think you will find the message a blessing. It says some of the Gadites, some from the tribe of Gad, joined David at the stronghold in the wilderness, mighty men of valor. That word there, valor, we'll talk about that in a minute. Men trained for battle, who could handle shield and spear, whose faces were like the faces of lions and were as swift as gazelles on the mountains. You think about the flexibility, the swiftness of a gazelle. You think about the uh, the majesty, the strength, the fear that comes from the face uh, of a lion. Their faces were like lions. They were swift as gazelles on the mountain. Uh, that's in verse 8. And then you go down to verse 16. Then some of the sons of Benjamin and Judah came to David at the stronghold. Now David is always very skeptical about his kinsmen from Judah because several times they turned on him. And David went out to meet them and answered and said to them, this is verse 17, If you have come peaceably to me to help me, my heart will be united with you. But if to betray me to my enemies, since there is no wrong in my hands, may the God of our fathers look and bring judgment. Then the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, came upon Amasai, Amasai, chief of the captains, and he said, We are yours, O David. It's almost like a prophecy. We are on your side, O son of Jesse. Your side. Whose side are we on today? You know, we say that we belong to Jesus Christ. Is it just words or is it indeed an action? We are on your side, O David, O son of Jesse. Peace to you, peace to you, and peace to your helpers. Peace to those that help you 
for your God helps you. So David received them and made them captains of the troop, these mighty men from uh, Benjamin and Judah. Oh, by the way, when you read here that the Spirit came upon Amasai, that word there literally is clothed. The Spirit clothed him. He put on the clothing of the Spirit. That's how the Holy Spirit comes down upon him. He's clothed in the Holy Spirit, and he gives this prophecy. If you go down to verse 21, it says, we read about now the men from Manasseh, which we read up above defected also to David. In verse 21, it says of these men, and they helped David against the bands of raiders, for they were all mighty men of valor. Uh, Gabor, mighty men, valor, that word there is kayil, chayil, chayil, which means a force, a force to be reckoned with, a strength. The root of that word means to be firm, to be strong, to endure. Gabor, mighty men, great deeds who endure. They endure and they endure and they are a force. Chayil, chayil, mighty men of valor. And they were captains in the army. Then verse 22, for at that time they came to David day by day to help him. All these men are gathering. You have the three, and you have the three, and you have the 30 Gaborim, and now you have all these other mighty men, not as prestigious, not maybe their works, maybe not as great as the 30 and the three and the three, but they're coming from Benjamin, from Judah, from Manasseh. They're gathering around from Gad. And what does it say? For at that time they came to David day by day, verse 22, to help him until it was what? A great army, a great army like the army of God, like the host of God, the army of God, the army of God. What he had around him was a type of the, the army of God. And you say the army of God, you think about the angels in heaven maybe. But, you know, in the scriptures, David, over and over again, is a type of Messiah. He is a type of Jesus Christ. You see that in the Psalms. And that's why Messiah is called the Son of David. And if you are in your position of heavenly authority, if you're in the office, the office God has called you to, if you have the gifts clothed in the Spirit that God has given to you, then you're called to be Gaborim, mighty men, the army of Jesus Christ. You are the mighty men of God. You are the mighty men and women of God, part of that inner core of his kingdom. Those who know their Messiah, those who know the son of David, those who are clothed in his spirit, those who are vessels open to his spirit to work through them in whatever position God has for them to do, they are the mighty men of God and the army of God and the army of Jesus Christ. We have spoken in depth in this series on heavenly authority about the need for humility, right? We spent several sermons on how those called to positions of authority are called to be humble. God humbles the exalted and he exalts the humble. We've studied that over and over. Now I want you to consider the need for boldness, the need for fearlessness, the need for courage, the need for a warrior's heart. They're not contradictory statements. It's not contradictory to say that you can be humble, 
that you can have humility, that you can count yourself a worthless servant and still understand that you're called to be a mighty warrior in the army of God. You are a Gaborim of Jesus Christ, and you're called to boldness, to fearlessness, to courage, and yes, even to a warrior's heart. You know, many times in the New Testament, it confirms to us that in our walk in this world for Jesus Christ, in our walk to proclaim the gospel, we are in a battle zone. We're in a battle zone against Satan, against demons, against the lion-like men like that Egyptian of the enemy, against his minions, flesh and blood people, many times who have power of wealth and position. We're in a battle. And obviously, in heavenly authority, we are called to be humble servants. But that does not say we are not also called to be bold servants, mighty servants in the army of God. In 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12, Paul says, Fight the good fight of faith. It's a battle. You have to fight it. Fight the good fight of your faith in Jesus Christ. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. And that speaks about the courage that Jesus had before Pontius Pilate. We're called to fight the good fight. In Ephesians chapter 6, in verse 10, Paul compares what we need to do to stand as though we were soldiers putting on armor for the battle. In verse 10, he says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, that you can stand. And we read about these men, how everyone else left, and the Philistines come and attack, and they stand. They just keep fighting. They just keep going. They stand, and they don't fall. He says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. What you have in the Old Testament in these battles against the Philistines and the Moabites and the Ammonites, right, obviously the gospel of Jesus Christ, he reaches out to the Moabites and the Ammonites, and he reaches out to every tribe, nation, tongue. But they're symbolic of the spiritual warfare we have in heavenly realms. He says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts, spiritual armies of wickedness in heavenly places. There are spiritual armies of wickedness in heavenly places. Then there's the Lord's army of holy angels in heavenly places, and then there's you and I. We're called to put on the armor that we can take our role in that battle, in that fight, to be Gaborim in this battle for God. He says that you might stand, be strong, be strong. You can be humble and you can be strong. You can be someone that knows you're a sinner, knows there's nothing good in us on our own, knows that we're totally dependent upon Jesus Christ and be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We're not taught to be wimpy. There's a conception we have in modern society that humility equals wimpiness. That's not biblical humility. Biblical humility many times requires great strength. We're called to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 
We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual army of wickedness. Therefore, verse 13, take up the whole armor of God. Put on your shield. Take up your sword. Take up your bow. Be skillful in what God gives you. And you can read that whole section if you go home after verse 13 where it speaks about this armor. Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all. You get that picture of uh, the one of the three holding that sword until it got stuck to his hand, right? After you have done everything, have done all to stand, to stand. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 32, the writer says, And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell you of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith, fight the good fight of faith, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. Maybe think of the lion, the roaring lion, the one fighting the lion in the pit with the snow, the roaring lion, Satan, who, verse 34, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong. On our website at shiarjeshub.org, you will find information about our church, a library of radio programs, links to our podcasts on Google and Apple, and a link to our 10.30 a.m. Sunday live stream on YouTube. You can then watch these live streams on YouTube, rumble.com, or the website itself. And the website again is shiarjashub.org.